Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy. I have pressed record, so away we go. Before I get into today's conversation, which is a bit of a brief one, this whole episode will be a bit briefer than the previous ones. We've had a few long-form ones. Try and cut it down a bit this time around. So first of all, there are a few gigs coming up that I want to highlight, largely because the people playing them are in some way friends of the podcast. So first up, we have Nova Cub, old favourites, who I haven't seen in ages because they've been doing things up and down the country. Hats off to them. But they are playing at Hoxton Hall Youth Arts Centre on Thursday, the 18th of April. That's Nova Cub playing at Hoxton Hall Youth Arts Centre next Thursday. I would love it if I could get in touch with them on that day and do another conversation with them because... The open mic that I do on Thursdays at the Nelsons is just around the corner from them. So unfortunately, I won't be able to go to their gig because I will be working. But maybe if I can catch up with them before the show, if they're in the area, let's see what happens. Also playing soon, Drachma. One of their performers, Davide, has played my open mics quite a few times and he's always talked about their band. He's actually given me a free copy of their CD before. So that's Drachma, D-R-A-K-M-A-H. They are playing the Hope and Anchor pub near Highbury and Islington Station Wednesday the 17th. So Nova Club is next Thursday. Drachma are playing next Wednesday. The Wednesday after that, Juliet and Nanette are playing at number one Imperial Hall, which is a venue near Old Street Station. That's Juliet and Nanette, Wednesday 24th of April at number one Imperial Hall near Old Street Station. And then the next day after that, Chris Gabriel on Thursday the 25th will be celebrating the release of some new music at The Plough in Hoban, which is where I have my Sunday open mics. That's Chris Gabriel, Thursday 25th of April at The Plough in Hoban. So, Nova Cub, in, what do you call it? Time order. In order of nearest occurring event. Chronological, in chronological order. Drachma are playing at the Hope and Anchor near Highbury and Islington Station, Wednesday 17th of April, which is actually where I've seen Nova Cub before. Nova Cub are playing next Thursday, Thursday the 18th of April, at Hoxton Hall Youth Arts Centre. Julia and Nanette are playing Wednesday 24th of April at number one Imperial Hall near Old Street. And Chris Gabriel is celebrating the release of some new music at the Plough in Hoban on Thursday 25th of April. I'll try and leave some sort of links in the bio, whatever, for this episode, so you can click and get yourself tickets, etc., etc. I am aware of these shows. Well, Chris and Chris Gabriel and Julian and Annette told me personally about their shows, but Nova Club and Drachma, I found out about them thanks to the app called Songkick. I've heard of Songkick before. I've used it kind of in passing, but I have never actually had the app, and I, I highly recommend it. Basically, it links up to your streaming service of choice and mine is spotify so it looks at the artists you follow on that streaming service and if they are playing any shows near you you get a notification saying hey this band has just announced a show so i found out about drachma's show about literally as soon as they announced it and sent david david a message saying congrats on the show that's how i found out about nova cub and drachma so yeah i approve of that app that's song kick s-o-n-g-k-i-c-k all one word It's unlikely I'll get to go to any of these shows personally because they're all on days when I am working and these days, boy, do I need to be working. But best of luck to all of the performers and hopefully I get to catch up with them maybe before their shows or after their shows to find out more about how things are going for them. On to today's episode. It's a bit of a brief one. 
It's a new artist that I had never seen before. He, I met him last night at the Nelsons. We have our Thursday night there. And last night was a lot more popular than the first night we had there. I think I mentioned on the podcast that our first night at the Nelsons was a bit quieter than we would have liked. Last night was a bit more like it. We had, I think, 15 acts altogether. This was one of those acts. His name is Jeremy Johnson. And we only got to talk for a quick moment because I had to pack up. And also we spoke outside the pub and I was just wearing a white shirt and it was a little bit chilly outside. But this is my introduction and for most of you, your introduction to Jeremy Johnson. Enjoy and I'll catch up with you afterwards. I am outside the Nelsons. We've just finished our open mic and I'm here with one of our performers tonight. What's your name? Uh, my name is Jeremy Johnson. So what brought you to the Nelsons tonight? Um, well, I'm a singer-songwriter and I travel by living in a van and travel around the UK playing gigs. And uh, my sister lives up the road in Haggerston. And uh, I decided to come and stay with her for a week and just sort of check out the London scene and come wow. to a few of mics. So, How long uh, have you been going by the van? Um, since October last year. Well, I've been living in the van over a year, um, but I was on tour in Europe um, over last summer. But I've been back in the UK in the winter, which has been a bit... Bit, bit, bit rough actually in the van um, since October I've been back in the UK so uh, yeah what made you want to like live that way and go that route um, I well I do a lot of um, do a lot of surfing uh, so I'm often in the summer I tour down the west coast of Devon Cornwall France and Portugal and do that and with a van it's fantastic so to combine surfing and music worked really well um, and yeah it's just a great way to keep rent cheap and uh, play lots of gigs so that's sort of the idea it's been lovely having you tonight how what can people look forward to online is there more music of you online videos anything yeah well I've got there's a bunch of things online um, Jeremy yeah, Johnson music on uh, Instagram um, but I've got an album coming out this uh, this year in August um, called Insecuriosity and um, that'll be shared on all the platforms on Spotify and everything so uh, you can also find me at uh, www.jeremyjohnson.co.uk um, yeah and uh, everything will be coming out this year so, so where to after London I'm guessing there's not much surfing happening here uh, so not, no not yet um, I'm going back up to Suffolk to finish off the last bits of the album which will be released in, in August um, then I'm going to be over in Bristol for a week um, similar sort of setup, going you know checking out the scene and I've got a bunch of gigs I've got um, an album release coming out um, a, a date in, in July in, in Suffolk where I'm getting all my friends together to sort of like celebrate the album um, but otherwise it's kind of like gigs everywhere I can't even think of them off the top of my head <laughs> yeah. but um, all my stuff's on my on website there's a bunch of dates on there that people can find me if they want to so wow I definitely will be doing that thank you so much Great. for coming down today Jeremy you're my pleasure hope you thank wrap you. up warm when it gets a little yeah. cold out there and yeah, <laughs> yeah enjoy the waves while you're out there man thank you very much thank you. cheers and that was that. Thank you very much, Jeremy, for coming down, performing, and for talking to me after the podcast. It was great to chat to him. And we talked a bit more about his situation after I'd switched off the microphone. And he hinted at how a lot of people react to his situation the way I reacted, which is like, oh man, it sounds like you're living the dream. It sounds like you've got it all figured out. But there are very much upsides and downsides to always being a, a traveller on the road. One of them is that you don't really get to plant any real roots in any one location because you're often moving on to the next place but I assured him in a slightly cheesy manner I said as the song says you've got a friend in me because he was he was a fantastic performer and he was great to talk to as well we could have talked for a much longer time but I did have to pack up and get going largely because I needed to head to Caffrey Studios which is just around the corner from the open mic this open mic the Nelsons, by the way, which is a fantastic place. And their basement is a really, really cool venue for an intimate live show, which I just might be using in the near future. Watch this space. 
Went to Cafe Studios because I've decided that I really need to record my first song properly, get it out there, and just grip the hype machine by both with both hands in terms of putting myself out there, using the podcast and my music and the open mics and whatever else I have in tandem to just get brand Roy TM, saddest night out, loads of Japanese bands, whatever out there. Oh, another thing I forgot to hype up at the start of the episode. I just listened to an episode of the podcast, What a Waste of Time, hosted by James Woodall. I've been on the podcast before, he's been on this podcast before, and they did a fantastic episode about an author I'd never heard of, and their books that I'd never heard of. I'm just trying to find out on my phone now what that author's name, I think it was Donna Tart. Our survey says, if our, if this thing will load up, sorry if you're tapping on my phone, that's just what I'm doing. Yes, Donna Tart, T-A-R-T-T, they talk about that author's most recent book, the response to it. But in particular, there are two moments that were just so good, I ended up sending James a message as soon as I heard them while I was, of course, washing dishes. One of them is a story that, well, Jim, he goes by Jim Woodall, but his professional name is James Woodall. He's talking to his friend Callum about how art is received by the so-called gatekeepers. Callum studied at Columbia University, I believe, in New York for a time. He studied film. And he talked about how... There were, he tells the story much better, but to paraphrase it, there was a debate, there's a debate team, as many universities, colleges, etc. have in, in America. There was a debate team, and an African-American student was on the team and saying their piece, and the judge or whatever said, their time is up. And the student said, F your time. I'm, I don't know why I'm censoring the swearing. This, this podcast is labelled as explicit, but I will anyway. They basically said, F your time, and then the the team themselves said, ah, you know, I'm not going to do it justice. Listen to the podcast. What a waste of time they're talking. It's an episode about Donna Tart. Because I'm, I'm, I'm getting all tongue-tied here. And I want to do it justice, but I can't. So I'd rather you listen to it yourself. But as well as that, there's a quote that James Woodall makes that really stuck with me, which is, generally, great art does precisely the thing that has not been done before. They're talking about how sometimes the powers that be, the gatekeepers, decide what is and what isn't great art. And oftentimes when someone does something different, that almost disqualifies it from being great art because they're not following the rules of what great art has done before. And then James said so eloquently, generally great art does precisely the thing that has not been done before. Which is just a real eye-opening thing to hear. So it should be an eye-opening thing to see. You understand what I mean. So yeah, go check that out. What a Waste of Time, hosted by James Woodall. The episode Donna Tart, and all the episodes are great. Also, a most recent episode of the Slacker podcast, hosted by a person whose name I know, but it's just escaped me. You know how I said this episode is going to be a short one? Wasn't that a fun idea? Phil Taggart. My mind is all over the place today. Apologies. So Phil Taggart, he has a podcast called The Slacker Podcast. He also has a book coming out soon about... I think it's called The Slacker's Guide to the Music Industry. I think it's coming out in a month. If you go to, if you search Slacker Podcast, you'll find the podcast and you'll find a link to his website where you can pre-order his book. I highly recommend it. His most recent episode is with, seriously, my mind is just in a million pieces right now, Scroobius Pip, who also has a podcast and is a fantastic person to listen to. And Scroobius talks about how, at one point, because I was listening to this on the way home from the from this 
open mic last night. He mentions how he's got his finger in fingers in lots of pies. He's busy with lots of projects, and part of what causes his work ethic is that he's. I might be paraphrasing incorrectly here, but he's a bit of an introvert. He tends to keep himself to himself. He's not one for going out and partying. And if you are a bit of a loner, a lone wolf, as it were, if you're not busy with things, that could drive you crazy. But the fact he's busy with so many projects, the, like his natural way of being and the bit, many projects that keep him busy, they go hand in hand. And I thought that's, that kind of sums up how I am and how I want to be. So the Slacker podcast hosted by Phil Taggart, the most recent episode is with Scroobius Pip. I recommend listening to that. As for me... My to-do list is, A, record a first song at Caffrey Studios with Sydney, who my dad is a big fan of that episode, as I thought he might be, and I highly recommend everyone check it out. Two, email, email, email. I've really got to get back into it with just spreading the word about what I do so that I can try and include more people in it and also help to spread the word of the people I've spoken to. Three, revive social media. My Instagram is just embarrassingly covered in dust and cobwebs at this point i really need to get that going again as well as twitter regardless of what it is i post as long as i'm doing no harm i just need to be using it as the tool that it is and lastly send songs to potential bandmates i have 11 songs in total that i'm thinking of for a first set list maybe i'd use nine in the first set list but i have two as backups and also some room for rotation but since I am keen to be the lead author and auteur of this music, and that might mean swapping out bandmates here and there, I need to pare down the process of learning my music so it's as simple and straightforward as possible. So for my mind, that means being able to send any prospective bandmate the songs and the stems of the song so they could hear the whole song and then just their parts in the song so they can easily learn or more easily learn how to play it. Because seeing all those gigs I mentioned at the start of this episode, I really need to get my act together, both literally and figuratively, so that I can be among the artists playing shows that I talk about at the start of these episodes. I forgot how good the Hope and Anchor is as a small, intimate venue for an early gig for an act. So Hope, the Hope and Anchor and Road Trip and the Workshop, those are the two I have in mind for smaller shows. Nambuka maybe for a bigger show. And then if that can get me to the point where touring artist would request me as a support act in London that would be great and then I'd also look at ways to monetize those opportunities as much as possible be in merchandise etc I also watched a YouTube video of Tessa Violet who've been getting into quite a bit lately she did a, a blog a vlog I don't know I'm not really into the YouTube ecosystem but she did a video about her tour in February around America, it was 30 days, and it was quite an op- an eye-opening insight into life on tour, particularly as a smaller act, particularly as a support act. Rule one, you're going to lose money because you're going to be chasing the lead act around. The lead, the headline act will be driving through the night on a bus. As a support act, you generally can't afford to do that, so you'll be staying in places, and there's a good chance you'll be losing money unless you can really, really sell stuff at your shows, etc. Anyway, this episode is meant to be a short one. It's now turning into another like hour-long one, so that'll be it for me. Thank you very much for listening. Search Saddest Night Out, all one word, if you want to find me online. And with any luck, there will be more of me to find online. Please do share this with whoever you think might be interested. That's what we're to say, but I guess i got to get into the idea of promotion. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you on the next one. Take care.